In the studio today we have a special guest, Rachel Dunlop. Hi, how's it going? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Yep, no, I'm doing well, thank you. Rachel is the founder of the 7.1 Squared Group, who are helping Canterbury businesses get more customers and get back on their feet after the devastating 7.1 earthquake last September. Rachel, would you be able to tell us exactly what 7.1 Squared is? Um, well, it's just basically an initiative to use social media um, to spotlight businesses in the areas that um, you might not know have have been struggling. Like They may still be open, but uh, because of road closures, they might have um, not had as much foot traffic, um, mainly using the application Foursquared, which is a location-based um, social networking application. Oh, okay. So this application Foursquare, how exactly... Uh, do the public use it and how does it help the struggling businesses? Um, well, you use it on your mobile devices like smartphones or, or your laptop if you've got Wi-Fi um, and you basically just check in at where you are. You sort of, it, using GPS or, or location software, it detects where you are, you find the venue that you are on the site and you check in there uh, so your friends can see where you're at. Um, the businesses can offer specials and discounts to people who are using Foursquare through the application. Um, so you might be walking along the street think, I'd love a coffee. You check your smartphone, you see, hey, this shop around the corner has got a tip saying 7.1 squared supported and uh, you know, I get a free muffin with a coffee, I'll go there. Oh, fantastic. And because the Foursquare application requires you to release your location, so what store you're in, are you concerned at all that it may become a danger to the people using the application? Not at all, because um, how much you share and who you share it with is entirely up to you. Um, you can set it so that your check-ins are totally private. You can set it so that only your four square friends see it, and then you control who you friend. Um, you can choose to uh, publicise it on Twitter or Facebook or not. It's entirely up to you, and um, we've got uh, some information on the website about how to set that up and, and just some things to think about. Okay, fantastic. How are you using social media um, to also promote Canterbury businesses in need? Uh, well, we're on. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook as well as my blog, um, and most of the venues are user suggested by other Twitter users in the area. Um, so ones that I might not have known about or got in contact with, uh, which I think is really great. It's really um, sort of going viral now. So Rachel, why did you personally want to start up the 7.1 Squared project? Um, well, I just I just had the idea after hearing about the Boxing Day quakes and, and how disruptive that was to one of the biggest retail days of the year. Um, it just kind of popped into my head. I'm really passionate about social media and when I see new sites that I love, like I love the idea of Foursquare, but initially I couldn't see an application for it in a business sense. Um, and then the ideas just started flowing and I thought, hey, we can actually use this for something good. And, you know, once you've had an idea like that, you've sort of got to do it. Other than checking into a store on the Foursquare application, do you have any other ideas going at the moment? Um, yeah, we've got um, one great idea that was suggested to me was using QR codes, which is a barcode that's scannable on your phone. You just take a photo of it um, and you can inc- it can have a link to a picture or a website. We can even use that to... Um, direct fast check-ins um, but the idea that they suggested was that at sites where buildings have been demolished in, in the city we could have a QR code that takes you to a photo of the original building which I think is really a great idea to sort of show the before and after but it would be really interesting as well for visitors to the area to see uh, what the city was like prior to the earthquakes.
And how can anyone get involved with this project? Um, well, if anyone is keen to be involved, whether it's public who want to take part in, in the project by checking into businesses or whether it's um, companies who would like to sponsor and, and support the, the initiative or whether it's affected businesses who'd like to put their hand up to, you know, be the receivers of, of some of this, um, they get, get in contact with me on Twitter or Facebook. Um, my contact details are also on the blog. Um, so I'm available all the time during the day. Just message me in whatever medium works for you. And I'd really love to just chat about ways that we can make it work for, for you because um, some really creative ideas sort of sparking off between people. So, yeah. Okay, so to clarify, how exactly does this project um, affect Canterbury businesses? Well, basically by spotlighting them, it gives consumers a choice um, of where, where to spend their money. Um, that's one way that we can actually show our support is obviously go in and, and buy their stuff and they can offer discounts and specials to encourage the public to go in. And as a little you know, incentive, I'm hoping, well, I have got prizes that I'll be giving away through various different creative um, ways, like maybe the person who checks in the most at, at this business or if you find this particular hidden scavenger hunt code in the city then you'll get this prize um, for instance Pass the Parcel are giving away some prizes as our Dodden Associates um, which is an accounting firm they've offered us prizes of free accounting services up to $200 so yeah it's something for everyone everyone loves some free stuff well thank you very much for talking to us Rachel and we wish you good luck with your 7.1 squared project Awesome. Well, uh, just to clarify, her Twitter account is twitter.com forward slash 7.1 squared. Her Facebook is facebook.com forward slash 7.1 squared. And her blog page is 7.1 squared.blogspot.com. And when you're typing it, it's the number seven, the word point, the number one, and the word squared. And we'll put a link up on that on our website and on our Facebook page. Yep, you can find the details are on our Facebook page right now. I'll put another link up as well to her blog and the Twitter account. Um, yeah, it's an interesting way of marketing, actually, social media. It is. It's yeah. really taken off and given people an opportunity to sort of advertise in a completely different way. It's really, mm. really clever. Yeah, so, something that I wanted to mention, the... Um, that I found quite fitting for that interview is I actually got the interview through fi- uh, through Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I sent her, I sent her a tweet saying, "Do you want to you want to do an interview on Plains FM? Hit me up with my email address." And that's how I got the interview. It's the first time Nalco's ever heard of who works here um, of a host ever getting an interview through Twitter. Which really? Is, yeah, which is quite cool actually. No, it's showing how we're developing at a rapid speed. So now yeah. Twitter's the new email, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something it's like just that. slightly less private. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, if you want the details, I'll put them up on our Facebook page and um, up in the podcast details when the, when the podcast goes on the website. Um, coming up next, we have our YouTube Cup of the Week, followed by the news with Aisha. But first, the new one off CeeLo Green's new album. The uh, album's called Lady Killers or something to that effect. Forgotten the name exactly. I think it's The Lady Killer. Um, I'll... I need to find that out, actually. This is a new one that's just been released. It's in the UK charts, actually, is how I found out about this one. It's OK by CeeLo Green. You're on South Sound Plains FM 96.9. Now it's time for the YouTube Clip of the Week, bringing you the best and most popular videos on the net. Let's not forget, this is an award just for me. I'm beached ears. Oh. 
Must always blow on the pie. I'm so sorry about this. Oh my god. I'm, this is not, this was a complete accident. I'm so sorry. It's Amanda. I'm so sorry. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. <laughs> oh Plains FM 96.9, it is South Sound, and it is time for our YouTube Cup of the Week. Um, this week, one from Key of Awesome, because um, last last week wasn't by theirs, was it? Uh, I no, it was. yeah. I, uh, Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Can't remember. Um, <laughs> well, I remember it was Avril Lavigne, yes. Yeah, I don't think it was theirs, actually. It was a different video style. Yeah. Um, this one's by Key of Awesome, and this one I got off of their Facebook page. Um, I was just scrolling through to find some stuff that they'd done lately. Um... 14 new emails, interesting. <laughs> Sorry, that just caught my attention there. Um, our YouTube Cup of the Week is a parody of Kanye West's Monster. This one's quite interesting, quite funny, this one, actually. I enjoyed it. Let's have a listen to it. It is our YouTube Cup of the Week, Kanye West's parody of Monster, South Sound, Plains FM, 96.9. <laughs> And I'm up first, I didn't get a whole verse They only gave me one line, Good night, folks, that's my time Nonsense, nonsense, loud and obnoxious Everybody know I'm, I'm a narcissistic monster I'ma need a close-up on my grill, can you film it? I'm a close-up on my grill uh, I admit I love the smell of my own farts Tweet pictures of my face and my naughty parts So arrogant that my head's the size of Texas The president even said I was a jackass I just spanked it to my own reflection I'm such a man slut I shouldn't use protection Scratch it, scratch it, lower you got it That groupie had a rash and I think I must have caught it Dracula, Frankenstein, The Blob, Jaws 2 Those are movies that are on my Netflix queue Easy, you be thinking you're a monster of ego I'm a slam dunk of self-praise at best you're a free throw I invented Christmas sex and blueberry pie Talked about myself till this girl committed suicide Let's settle the argument, quit the silly bickering I am the greatest thing, why am I whispering? Beep, 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 I'm coming through I'm the girl that I can say the word monster to My cow into his box and did a monster poo Bad cow disease can give you a monster move Here's the part where I sound innocent and sweet Then I start screaming like culture man can freak wow! Old dudes, young dudes freak when they see Huge fan of your rainbow hair, and I've always been a lover of large derriere. Y'all acting like you know what a monster is. Me have 35 years in the monster biz. All you monsters think you can fuss with this. Well, you can talk to me, snuffleupagus. Me sneak into your house. We leave before dawn. Your daughters will be pregnant and your cookies will be gone. Eat many cookies, but they don't go down me throat. Hey, Nikki, have you ever had a Muppet motorboat? Me. Eat cookie. Me bang snooky Hose Up on me wiener Me can say wiener right It look Like blue pipe cleaner Wait pipe cleaner too small More like feather duster Yeah yeah big feather duster That about right Plains FM 96.9 You're South Sound That was our YouTube cover of the week Any thoughts? I like the in bit That was funny <laughs> <laughs> How he decided to change his mind From pipe cleaner to uh, a duster. 
Yes, yes, interesting that one. <laughs> uh, I was reminded by Daniel to give out the contact details. So if you want to get in touch with the show, you can contact us. You can text us on 02210 South. That's 02210 Uh You could call us on 3400 969. That's 3400969. Please remember, you can only call between business hours, a.k.a. 6 and 7 p.m. You know, On Monday nights. During our show, yeah. <laughs> um, you can email us on studio at southsound.co.nz or you can hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash southsound. What about the website? Oh, yeah, there is the website. www.southsound.co.nz Oh, they can get in touch with us on the website, actually. Yeah, there's a contact page on there. And um, the YouTube clip will be on the website soon. That's what I was meant to do, actually. Uh, now I remember. Two hours of doing absolutely nothing in production, and now I remember that I was supposed to put the YouTube clip on the website. Oh, a great time to remember that one, isn't it? Coming up next, uh, um, a remix of um, a New Zealand artist, The Naked and Famous, with Young Bod. This one was quite an interesting one. Um, I got it off of uh, Ministry of Sounds in the Mix album. Yes. Um, and I quite like it. But it's a New Zealand artist being, re- being remixed by American artists, which is quite a good one, actually. Um, before that, Rihanna featuring Drake, What's My Name? You're on South Sound. Plains FM 96.9. That was the YouTube clip of the week. To see this week's clip and many more, go to the South Sound Facebook page, search South Sound on Facebook, and tell us what you think of our YouTube clip of the week. And now it's time for the news for the 31st of January 2011 with Aisha Holder. Members of the Rebel Motorcycle Club from Australia are planning to set up a New Zealand sector of their outlawed motorcycle gang. Police and the Organised Financial Crime Agency are very aware of the Motorcycle Club's intentions and they plan to make it as difficult as possible for members to set up in New Zealand. The gang was involved in serious violence, drug manufacture and trafficking in Australia, which has New Zealand police equipped with plans to intercept gang communications, dismantle gang fortresses and seize property from criminals. Their first demonstration of this was when police dealt with more than a dozen patched rebel members near Auckland Airport recently and sent one member, who was trying to get into New Zealand, back to Australia. Sir Peter Jackson's credit card has been stolen by an American toy maker who has spent nearly a quarter of a million dollars of Jackson's money. The credit card thief will be sentenced on February 7th and could be jailed for up to 18 months. This incident comes at a bad time for the Lord of the Rings director due to his recent health scare which has left him in Wellington Hospital after having emergency surgery for a perforated ulcer. Many Kiwis are hoping that their fellow New Zealander will make a full recovery in time to begin production of The Hobbit film in a few weeks' time. Smoke-free groups are outraged after a job advertisement asked for Christchurch students to test a brand of cigarettes. The advertisement for students to be paid $50 for taking part in the cigarette trial has been pulled from the Student Job Search website. The Canterbury District Health Board has confirmed it was investigating the advertisement for potential breaches of the Smoke-Free Environments Act. 
Student Job Search spokeswoman Lorna McConnon said it had reviewed the advertisement and decided to remove it yesterday. However, she felt that the advert was clear about the details of what the youths were required to do and that it was their moral choice to take part in the trial. Bad news for Kiwi students as a three-year survey shows that the level of joblessness, debt and pessimism among students are on the rise. The 2010 Student Income and Expenditure Survey, run by the New Zealand Union of Students Associations since 1994, shows an average loan debt had increased by 31% since 2001, and in just three years the number of students with a job plummeted by 25% to 65%. The average student loan is nearly $16,000, therefore the government says that it is committed to keeping an interest-free student loan, but it has no plans to increase tertiary funding because they say that New Zealand has one of the most generous student support systems in the world. And that's all in the news today. All right, that's great. Coming up next, we have the panel, our group discussion, and um, I think we'll talk about a mysteriously floating piano that appears in the middle of a sandbar and um, something to do with prison guards' beards. But we'll get to that one um, later on. I want to talk about the wording of the article more than anything, actually. Bloody stupid wording of an article. And, um, how I think people, that's an understatement. How people yeah. have destroyed their lives using Twitter. Destroyed their own lives, not other people's really. Um, but we'll get to that later on in the panel. And let me find my show plan. I lost it there. Yeah. Oh yeah, shapeshifter, right. Okay, <laughs> coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was almost going really well too, until I went and closed my book with the show plan in it. Yeah. Coming up next is the panel, but first, we're going to go to Shapeshifter with Twin Galaxies. You're on, South Sound, Plains Now it's time for the panel with Nathan, Daniel and Aisha. A group discussion on what's happening in the news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The lights are on. It uh, kind of means Daniel something. Daniel did yell I mics didn't realize on. I was just, I was saying, oh yeah, because it's 6.40. I said, oh, we went to the panel already. And then I said, oh yeah, it's 6.40. Well, I was going to say it's 6.40, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, if you just joined us, we're discussing the time here on South Sounds. <laughs> Plains FM 96.9, it is time for the panel at 6.40. <laughs> no, no, to be exact, it is 6.40.28. Okay, 6.40 and 28 seconds. we what, 30 seconds now? Yeah, 32. Yeah. We're not going to get into that because we'll just spend all 35. day telling people the time. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, moving on from what the time currently is, what do we want to talk about first? Um, what are the options? Um, piano on sandbar mystery, ban on prison guards, beards to stay, UK University Awards first Beatles degree, or self-destructive Twitters, Twitter feeds. I want to talk about the prison guards. Yeah. Okay, the beards. Okay. <laughs> um, this one, yeah, this one's odd, but interesting, but sorry, bit, bit odd. It's just odd. That's just what it is. Um, California's Attorney General says religious beliefs are not enough to trump a corrections department ban on prison guards wearing beards. Now, here's what we were arguing about before. This is where the bad English comes in. It's You don't wear a beard. It's not your choice as to whether you're going to wear your beard today. You don't wake up and go, hmm, I think I might wear my beard today. <laughs> and he's got a fake beard. True, but who would have a fake beard? I mean, Some wannabe? I considered it for a while, but I'm not going to go through with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you that would go down well in broadcasting. Uh, yeah, well, were you considering testosterone as well? Yeah, I was, but, you know, I wanted to uh. 
stay away from that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, moving on, you you grow a beard. You don't wear a beard, right? Is that just not the wrong phrasing? It's from the so print association as well. Do, do they need to be completely clean shaven, or is it kind of like um, a bit of stubble, or is this like it, a full on, you know, well, Gandalf what it is. beard? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> what it is is it actually affects the way that um, that they're fitted for their gas masks, and um, you have to be clean shaven. You have to be. You're not allowed to have a beard um, because you can't be properly fitted for your gas mask. What if you grew one after you were fitted? And and then you still would, couldn't then, wear your gas mask. <laughs> it would just yeah. not fit because of a bit of beard. And then you'd die choking to death on gas, I suppose. True, true. Probably not a good thing. <clears throat> but it's for his religious beliefs, so you know. They're not making any exceptions, I suppose. Um, civil rights organizations send letters to Harris on Tuesday, Ogletime asking her to consider her um, opinion as to why he can't wear um, can't wear his beard. Can't wear his beard. <laughs> we come back to that. Um, Attorney General Camilla Harris, is the person they're talking about, says no exceptions have been granted since the policy took effect in 2004. And she's asking that the lawsuit be dismissed. Okay, then. Yeah, they're going to court on April the 19th. Should be interesting. About a beard. Oh, uh, here we go. They, they, they say wear again. They say the corrections department regulations let guards wear beards for certain medical conditions. Why would you... What medical conditions. A, yeah, what's a medical condition that requires you to have a beard? Well, <laughs> extremely fast hair growth. And there are certain conditions that require you not to have a beard, I suppose, but to actually yeah. have a beard? I mean, your doctor doesn't tell you, you know, you, you've got this disease and I'm, I'm sorry, you're going to have to have a beard, you know. It doesn't yeah, work that way. It's not something you hear, no. It's an interesting one, that. Mm. Interesting to see how that goes if um, civil human rights, whatever it was, civil rights um, commissions went out or if he has to have a shave before he can get his gas mask fitted. That's kind of a sad state when your prison has to have gas, mar- gas masks for every guard, though, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. suppose you can't trust prisoners anymore, can you? Especially in America. If you can't trust prisoners, who was can America, you trust? wasn't it? Yeah, it is California. Yeah. yeah, so especially in America, you know, no, 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 um, nothing against America. Yeah, no, no bias, country, what, what racism, what, what, what is it? All of the above. Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> there, it's just um, only in America. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just resizing the news for you, Asia. Um, okay. So I want to talk about this Beatles degree because this is this is just weird. <laughs> this is. I want to hear about this. this if you think me. if you think being told you have to have a shave to have a gas mask fitted, this is worse. A Canadian woman has become the first person in the world to graduate with a master's degree in Beatles studies. Now, Beatles studies is the study of the group, the Beatles, the music group, the Beatles from yes. a few decades ago. Yeah. Right. And you can get a master's degree in Beatles studies. Don't know how that works. What, what would you ever use for that? The Beatles don't yeah. perform anymore. I mean, You'd, what would yeah, you do? You don't really... I don't know. Do you need a master's degree in a certain group? You know, you, a musical you genre, study? sure. If you're a musician or a music teacher, for example. But not a single band. Master's degree out of that. I mean, they wouldn't have enough history, though, would they? I mean, oh, they're pretty big. Yeah, but still, I mean, one band but to get a master's degree. You can't yeah. study. You could learn everything about the band within a year. I don't see how you could do a master's degree, which are usually, you know, roughly six years. 
I mean, so this is only a couple you, of years. Exactly. One, yeah. I mean, how can you get a master's degree in something in two? Well, I suppose if it's something as small as that. Um, there's a quote from her here that says, I'm so proud of my achievement. The course was, was challenging, enjoyable, and it provided great Im- Im- insight and impact and into the impact the Beatles had and still have to this day across all aspects of life. Okay, I've got a question. That degree, <laughs> uh-huh. that is not going to get her a job anywhere, is it? No. No. Why that? Except how see, would you do it then? Except see this this person who got the degree, she is um she's a model. So I don't really think she needs a degree to get a job. <laughs> I think she probably just thought I'm so sick of everyone, you know, assuming that I'm just sort of some unintelligent model, so I'm gonna get a master's degree and that was just the fastest one that there is. The, the one easiest can, one. The easiest one, you know, <laughs> study a group. What well, well, I mean why, why don't get a master's degree in the study of fashion, the effects of advertising. If you're a model, I mean that's what you are. Really you're simple. an Do a Bachelor of Arts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's another. There's one quote here that says um, she now joins an internationally recognised group of scholars of popular music studies who are able to offer fresh and thought-provoking insights into dis- into the discipline of musicology. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Not a whole lot more to say other than <laughs> just that. a confused facial expression pretty much says it all <laughs> oh. yeah no that was a that's an odd one um do we want to talk about twitter or the mysterious appearing piano um oh let's go for the mysterious appearing disappearing piano thingy okay. um this one i, I love stuff.co.nz sometimes they come up with some really good captions for um for uh, pictures, and on the article, a picture of this piano is on a sandbar in the middle of um, in the middle of the water, and their their um, quote for it is Florida Keys. Nice play on it there. Um, anyway, a grand piano was recently showed up on a sandbar in Miami's um, Biscayne Bay. You know, I I when I read the article, I I thought I know how to pronounce that, and I read it now, and I just I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, about 200 meters from off of the shore. Uh, the piano, which weighs at least 300 kgs, was placed at the highest spot along the sandbar so it doesn't get underwater during high tides. While officials aren't sure how it got there, they know it won't be going anywhere unless it becomes a hazard to wildlife or other boaters. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission spokesman George Pino says the agency is not responsible for moving such items. The Miami Herald newspaper reports and adds, he uh, adds, unless it becomes a navigational hazard, the U.S. Coast Guard won't get involved. For now, the piano becomes a fancy place for seagulls to roost. (laughs) It it is a big piano. It's a proper grand piano. As in a full-size grand piano. Not a baby grand, a full-size grand. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. It's... Yeah, it's amazing how it got out there. Someone must I've lifted have a, a lot grand of piano time. before, and they're heavy. Yeah, <laughs> I've had one resting on my shoulder. Oh my! And that gosh. was really painful. Don't move a piano around a school. Yeah, honestly, take but my advice. Get it's one just with not wheels. Don't carry oh, no, it. <laughs> we were trying. We were trying to move it onto the stage for oh, um lifting for it prize up. givings. You know, because yeah. they always have to have the piano on the stage. Mm. Yeah, I don't get that. Mm. Yeah, someone yes. must have a lot of time. Well, a few people must have a lot of time yeah, and it's um, not gonna take one a lot of to muscle on there. Um, and a big boat or a big something to get out there. Yeah, we had about 12 people carrying that piano yeah, up onto that stage that. and we still couldn't get it up there properly. I think we almost broke one of the legs, didn't we? Yeah. 
The yeah. one that was currently on my shoulder, I had one of the bolts on my shoulder. That was painful, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those bolts are really big. All the big. things that you've carried. I know. That you've never told us about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh come on! How can that possibly be inappropriate? That See, is, this is this is Daniel's talent. He can turn a normal sentence or comment into something inappropriate in his head. That you should get a master's degree in that. That I that is something should. very unique. Yeah, and then he, then he says, uh, "I'll tell you what I thought about," it. and he goes, "Naturally, no, I won't." And then he tells you anyway. <laughs> Well. Yeah, well, it depends how bad it is. I mean, the stuff I tell you actually ain't too bad. If I told you some of the <laughs> that other is, stuff... That is true, actually, yeah. If I told you some of the other stuff, you would drop dead. Oh, luckily, we're on here and you're prohibited by the broadcasting <laughs> law, so thankfully yeah. our listeners are safe for now. Broadcasting yes. law won't stop me. Fortunately, <laughs> there are certain yeah, standards put into place that stop Daniel from seeing certain things on air. <laughs> Although what you have actually told us is quite a big insight into your mind sometimes. <laughs> Always good to be creative. <laughs> um, you yeah, will see the thing is I can only do it when I'm actually paying attention to something. True, yeah. true. I just want to touch on this one because this shows how, I suppose, volatile Twitter can be when you use it. I'm moving on, Daniel. I'm moving on. Um, <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> um, Twitter is, well, it's worldwide. It's free to use. It's open access. Anyone can see what you post on Twitter, up to 140 characters or less, unless you're writing in Japanese, in which case you can put a lot more in, according to Ed Swift. <laughs> he was complaining that Naoko can write a lot more because she can write in Japanese and he can't. True, true. Just a bit of an insight there. <laughs> um, as to what goes on behind the scenes at a radio station. This is the thought-provoking um, arguments we have in the office. You know, yeah. Arguing before, before about what language is best for Twitter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. See, in, insightful stuff there, isn't it? Um, now, before we run out of time, I want to talk about this one. There's a few, um, an article off stuff.co.nz again. This one has a couple of um, article, a couple of paragraphs about some of the bad ways people have used Twitter and got in trouble for it. One of them is from FedEx. And um, James Andrews, a PR executive for American PR firm who's employed by FedEx, um, was flying into the International Center for the company and um, to talk to the managers <coughs> about their campaign and um, was on Twitter as he landed and um, only minutes after the plane had landed he posted the following tweet True confession, but I'm, but I'm in one of those towns where I'd scratch my head and say I would die if I had to live here. Now, <laughs> you land in the, in, in the city in which... Your one of your highest paying customers is based oh, gosh. on an open source network that anyone can see, you're going to get into a bit of trouble for it. And um, since Twitter is so big and people are on it, and um, this guy's pretty big, so he must have quite a few followers, word gets around. <laughs> I'd say it would get around very quickly. And since there is such a thing as the retweet button on Twitter, you can just repost something someone's already said, and that will spread it so much faster. Um, but um, only after, only hours after, eh, eh, eh. ah, let's try that one again. Only hours after arriving in the global head, headquarters of one of the key lucrative, uh, hang on, hang on, turn the page. <laughs> Done that thing where I've stapled my pages together in the corner, I can't read it. Uh, lucrative clients in the home of arguably one of the most important entrepreneurs in history of, in the history of business, FedEx founder Fred Smith. Many of your peers and I feel it is inappropriate. Uh, we do not want. We do not know the total of 
Total millions of dollars FedEx Corporation pays your firm annually for the valuable and important work that you do for us around the globe. We are confident, however, it is enough to expect a greater level of respect and awareness from someone in your position. A hazard of social networking is people will read what you write. And that's part of an email that was sent by one of the executives from FedEx to um, this person who made quite an unfortunate tweet, I, I, <laughs> I, I expect. I'm sure he regrets it intensely. Yes, well, his um, his PR company uh, then released a media release saying that we apologise greatly for what he said and we um, do really appreciate the money we receive. It basically said they appreciate the money they receive from the firm. <laughs> they appreciate it. I'm sure they do appreciate it quite a It was lot. a lapse of judgment and we apologise to our client. We greatly value the long and standing relationship. It is our privilege to work with them. Um, yes. It's uh, interesting. You've got to be careful what you say, I suppose. Uh, careful, I think, might be an understatement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just don't offend people like that. That's, I suppose that is quite a bad thing to say. But Quite. I think it's a very bad thing to say. Okay. Because, um, I'm underestimating everything. Yes, Get yes, over it. Are. Time to say goodbye. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, yes it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> See, this think is why we have to say. check the time on the show, that way we know when we're supposed to be saying goodbye. Okay, well, I did check the time at 6.54, and that means it's time to say goodbye. No, it's 6.55. Okay, well, that means we've got to go off air. That is South Sound for the 31st of January. We'll be back next week for um, February, I suppose. My name's Nathan. I'm Aisha. And I'm Daniel. Don't forget to tune in next week for more interesting news, music and info from Nathan, Daniel and Aisha here at 6 on Plains FM. Mm-hmm.